You've tried streaming hit shows on your PC on Hulu.com. Now it's time to start your free trial of exclusive content in your living room and on your mobile devices with Hulu Plus. With Hulu Plus, you get total control to watch thousands of shows wherever you want, whenever you want. You can use Hulu Plus on connected TVs, game consoles, Blu-ray players, Roku, Apple TV, PC, or you can watch from anywhere on your smartphone or tablet on demand at all times. And with Hulu Plus, you can binge watch full seasons... I would like to know your opinion of binge-watching. It's kind of my favorite way to watch. And you can watch your favorite current shows or even full series runs of classic TV shows. It's endless. They have Community, Modern Family, South Park, SNL, Monday Night Raw, The Man Show, Jimmy Kimmel, Family Guy, and more. And Hulu Plus is only $7.99 per month. But right now, they're offering an extended free trial of Hulu Plus that is only available to podcast listeners. Take control of your TV watching experience. Here's how you do it. Go to alisonrosen.com and click the Hulu Plus banner for your extended free trial or go to huluplus.com slash allison. Again, that's clicking clicking on the Hulu Plus banner at alisonrosen.com or go to huluplus.com slash allison. This is Corolla Digital. Hello, my little cocktail onions. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Before the show with Neil Brennan officially starts, I believe we have an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right, this week's iTunes comment of the week is titled, You Don't Know What This Means, dot, 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 and it's by... <laughs> Was that a phonetic reading of the name? Yes. Are there any vowels in it? No. Okay. There's been a spate of people who are now just, just doing like a jumble of consonants, and I wonder if it's because they want to hear you sound it out. Well, I like for their it. iTunes username, I can't believe that's just for me. Oh, yeah. You're right. But it's F-H-J-V-V-D-H-J. You're right. No, that sounds definitely arbitrary. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, it says, uh, but you make me squishy. Happy face. Seriously, though, start doing longer shows. I need more. Wait, doesn't it say you won't... No, you have to read the headline. Or did you already read that? I did before his name. Sorry. You don't know what this means, but you make me squishy. Smiley face. Seriously, though, start doing longer shows. I need more. Um... Uh, you're right. I don't know what it means that I make you squishy. And my first reaction was, but isn't that the opposite of what you want? But then I thought, maybe it's not even a sexual thing at all. Does anyone know what this squishy thing means, Gary? I do not. Well, isn't, wasn't your thought that, was your first thought what my first thought was, which is... I immediately that's like tried saying not I'm, to think about it. Oh. I, I, there was, I didn't see a positive way that, that it was going to go. Wait, is it actually an insult now? No, I don't think it's an insult. I think to this it person, a smiley it's a, face. Yeah, it's something endearing to them, but right. I couldn't figure out how they got there. So I right, unless it's like when you look at something cute and you're like, oh, because that's kind of a squishy feeling. <laughs> I hope that I'm gonna do that again in case you didn't hear what I meant. You look at something cute and you're like, oh, that's a squishy sound. It sound I felt squishy. So if I make you feel that way, that's good. If I make you have a flaccid penis, that's less good. Anyway, I need to tell you guys about our good friends. Am I leaving enough space between penis and saying what I'm about to say, Gary, or should I just 
just talk about this right now, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't matter. You can leave this in. It's really good. Gary's going to want to cut it out because it might not make sense to you guys. See, I was concerned because I'm about to do a live read, and I was concerned that I said penis too close to it. <laughs> but I don't know that anyone even cares. Who doesn't love penis? Okay, you guys, I need to tell you about our good friends over at Go to My PC from Citrix. Citrix. Let's say you are at the airport and you want to tell someone about how much you love the specific breed of dog you have or just your dog and you want to show pictures and you go to your phone and you're like, oh, wait a minute, I left these pictures on my computer at home or my computer at the office. Or let's say it's not just showing photos to someone. Let's say you actually want to do some work, but unfortunately the whole file you need is on your computer at the office or at home. You might feel like you are up a creek with no paddle, but you're not, thanks to go to my PC, because now you have access to your entire office computer with your iPad or your iPhone or Android or your Kindle Fire. Go to my PC turns your mobile device into your computer and makes it so much more efficient and you can get so much more done wherever you are. Because let's face it, in this day and age, you're probably not just sitting in your computer chair at your office. You're jet setting. Or you're just going to get coffee. But if you're like me, you want to be working around the clock, which is why you need this. Visit GoToMyPC.com, click on the Try It Free button, and enter the promo code Allison. You can try Go To My PC free today with a special 45-day free trial. It's just for my listeners. Click on the Try It Free button and enter the promo code Allison. Then download the free app to your mobile device. That's GoToMyPC.com. Try it free. Promo code Allison. Once again, go to mypc.com, click on the try it free button, and enter the promo code Allison. All right. I love you guys. I also want to tell you that our ringtone. Let's hear it, Gary. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Don't you want your phone to make that noise when it rings or when you get a text? I think you do. That is available for you uh, in the iTunes store, just from your iPhone, type or search, sorry, what am I saying? I don't know. From your iPhone, search, hey, go fuck yourself. And then you, then that well, is how you get it in the ringtone store. And it is $1.99. But it's easily $1.39 worth of ringtone. To hear what I'm saying. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any other special special messages for you. I don't think I do. I think it is time for you to hear the episode, I really, 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 more reallys than I even have time to say, enjoyed talking to Neil Brennan and Gary did too. Um, I feel like I could have easily talked to him for another few hours, but but here's just one. Um, okay, here's the episode. I love you guys. Bye. Hey everyone. Hi. Hello. It is me, Allison Rosen. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. There's a little piece of carpet under my microphone and I'm going to remove it because it just bothers me. I'm quirky like that. Why is that there? Um it, it oh my guest today is Neil Brennan. No, 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 no. Don't let them guess. I'm kidding. <laughs> 
My guest might be Neil Brennan, or maybe it could be someone else. Who, who are you? that make them earn this? Who are you sometimes confused no. for, um, like vocally? Vocally, Moshe Kasher, who I do my podcast with. It might be and, Moshe Kasher. And uh, uh, looks-wise, Seth Meyers I get a lot. If you could see us, it might be Seth Meyers. It could um, be any of those people, or it could be just it could be someone off the street, a real no one. Mm-hmm. A real everyday just a, piece of garbage. That's right. Just just a real like piece of flotsam or jetsam. Mm-hmm. Either. It could be one of the it who knows? It could be a professional, it could be an unprofessional, and it could be an unprofessional professional. Anyway, this we're we're gonna tell you later who it is. You have to okay. um you have to go onto iTunes to see who it is. This piece of carpet is under this microphone so that the microphone won't make noise when someone moves it around. I think it might mm-hmm. specifically be because Dr. Dr. Drew, Drew yeah. yo, you know, you know about this. Did I, Adam I, talk about it? I heard Adam it? talk. Yeah, I think Drew, he was talking about it one night. Yes. About him banging. Yes. Was that the show you were on? Or that did might you have just... been the show, uh, just a show, one of the shows I've heard. Yes. I got to say, I love hearing Corolla shit on Dr. Drew. Why? Because. I mean, I do too, but Why? Uh, because uh, Dr. Drew is seems a little big for his britches. A, I first of all, I, I've, I'm a longtime fan of, of Drew? Dr. Drew. Yeah. Oh, me too. Okay. Um, but it just is like, dude, come on. And that's a. And B, it's I like when people take the piss. Yeah, I just like when someone who's like revered mm-hmm. is like, oh, him. <laughs> just like, what? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, that piece of garbage. I like. I like I always like that in bands, like yeah. in band dynamics. Like, who do you like? Do you like Bono? Well, guess what? I've known him since he was fifteen, and he's a just as dumb as any. You know what I mean? Like, I love that shit. But so I, I feel like, that, like that, I, that wouldn't surprise me about Bono or whomever. Yeah, I like that. The more the longer bands together, people worship you more and more. Right, and you're sicker and sicker of one another. Right, that right. always appeals to me. Well, so wait, why do you feel with Drew like, oh, come on? Uh, because I didn't feel like the rehab show was healthy. Uh, Did you feel that way from the beginning? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you mean you mean you feel like it's exploitative? I, yeah, I feel like it was exploitative, and um, and it seemed like sort of counter to things that he would espouse normally. It just seems like that's not the because it's not anonymous. It's not anonymous. It's also not yeah. It's it's not like uh. It just didn't seem healthy. It seemed like it seemed really exploitative. And and Drew strikes me as a moral guy. I think that he just – it seems like something happened in the last couple of years where he just – it was like he owed money to somebody or something. It's like, dude, how many shows do you need? Um, did he, Gary? Did he owe money? No, I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but Gary, it's not like he's going to tell you, is he? I don't know. I produce his show. Okay. But I mean, look. No, I, he's not going to tell me. That's, I that's like true. the dude. He's got but three I, kids in Ivy League schools. He's going to okay. pay the bills. Come All right. On. Okay. Well, it's interesting. I think that. I'm not alone. Doug Stanhope has gone oh, off. I, I mean, Doug had. Yeah. Like, I recorded that bit. I boot, I've never bootlegged a bit before. Mm-hmm. I bootlegged Doug Stanhope talking about Dr. Drew on my iPhone because I wanted to play it for somebody. Uh, I love that bit so much. I have not heard that bit, but I just heard about that bit a couple nights ago. Yeah. It's on his last record. Mm-hmm. I think it's live from Oslo or something. Are or you, maybe it's not. I don't know. Are you friends with Doug Stanhope? Friendly. I don't um, – I don't. I can't say that we're friends, but I, I like him. I'm a big, big fan of his. Is he an angry guy in real life, do you think? Um, I think he's – yeah. Yeah, I think he's very angry. Are you an angry guy in real life? Uh, yes. You yes. don't – Yes, I am. 
I don't. Uh, you don't I'm not. I'm not like angry. seething. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like. I'm not a seething guy. Me and my girlfriend have just been talking about this recently because oh, she. I would assume you talk about girlfriend stuff a lot. There's somewhat on yeah, the show. Yeah, somewhat. Okay. Wait, what makes you feel that way? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Because you're married. No, engaged. Engaged. So you you want you know love. You know your way around love. <laughs> That's right. And you're a only lady. recently though. Yeah. Uh, but that's there's no no one's ever more smug than when they're newly uh, successful at something. My sister, my younger sister, got engaged a few years ago, and like the minute that ring went on her finger, she became president of all matters dating and love. Oh, of course. And she, the amount of it, just had all these answers for questions that I wasn't even asking about what I need to do, who I need to go out with. Like she's like, well, David, that's her her husband at the time, her fiance. Like David and I have decided that you should fall in love with so and so. Yeah. Great. I got to say, for all the pomp that goes along with weddings, I, I, it's, it's, a, it's a negative impulse, but I really enjoy it when I hear about people getting divorced. Yeah, I know. It's, it's that, the fall. It's, it's the, the, yeah, it's the, it's the yeah. Well, it's also pride comes before the fall. And it's like, this is like, we're having a party, mm-hmm. and you're going to fly yourself in, and you got to dress up the oh, way we want. yeah, so you and have. Then, okay. And it's like, even though we don't even know each other that well. So when people get divorced, it feels like the Yankees lose or something. Right. It's like good, oh, good. We... I, thanks for rubbing it in my fucking face for for that your stupid ceremony. And they go like, maybe you're not ready. Have you gone to a therapist? <laughs> they tell you all the things that you should do. See, we yeah, we really had to get right with ourselves. And then it's just like, oh, whoopsie daisy. Yeah. What happened? Um. Yeah, I didn't. I wouldn't say I pursued love, but I made sure that I was ready. I just I swept my side of the street, you know, because <laughs> it happens when you're least looking for what? it. I've never I heard that. I think we have a song that really relates. I hope that this is the right. I hope Gary knows what song I'm referring to. Well, the that's like, oh, I see that you've done something that I really want to do. Hooray for you. And now you're getting kudos while I sit here getting screwed. Hooray for you. Maybe that I am relate so very so I didn't mean to say you don't deserve to have your day. However, you'll forgive me if I feel compelled to say hooray for you. Um, this was actually a segment that we only do occasionally, but I noticed that I was feeling a lot of professional jealousy and competition when good things would happen to people that I know or people that I don't even know. I'd just be like, oh, great. Hooray for you! Yeah. And you got this guest on your podcast, and now you and you got to have a New York Times article about you. And now I, I could feel that way towards a lot of people. Like, hooray for you with your TV shows. Yeah, um, this is all aimed at Mark Maron. It sounds like no, it's actually not. I mean, it's actually all of that not. lines up for Maron because he had a TV show and a New York Times article in the last two weeks. The New York Times article was Julie Klausner. Got it. Do you know who that is? Yep. How was your week? Yep. That's her podcast, right? Yep. Um, which I'm sure is good, and I'm sure she's lovely. Yeah. Like, I, I, honestly, that's the thing, is that I'm aware that these feelings are uh, ridiculous, and I'm aware that just because a good thing happens to someone else doesn't take it away from me. And actually, the attention on podcasting in general is good for all of us. Yep. But I still feel like that feeling, perhaps, that you feel when a wedding breaks up. Uh, well, I don't mind that, they, you know, it's like, I, I don't, I, I feel like someone shouldn't get, have a wedding until they've, been together 10 years if you've done it successfully then i'll go to a party Mm -hmm. but don't tell me about something you're trying oh yeah don't make me go to a party at the beginning right it's like don't it's like i'll go to a retirement party i don't give a shit that you got the job 
or that you even applied for the job. Like, is it is it a little bit like you have had? I'm going out of a limb here. Go. I, it might be wrong. Like you've had the good sense to not be so impulsive or impetuous in your life, yes. and yet we're supposed to applaud these people yes. who are kind of yes. fools, Thank foolish. You. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and also, yeah, it, and yeah. I always tell people like, just shh, sh- <laughs> just shut the fuck up. Just, just see what happens. Yeah. I always feel like people shouldn't even be able to promote a movie until it's been out for three weeks. Mm-hmm. It's like let's just see if people like it. Otherwise, sh- shut the fuck up. Yeah. I don't want to know what you went into because ultimately, all of your great thoughts ended up not people t- didn't care. So. So, you know, so did you did you draw upon Sergio Leone? Because turns out no one gave a shit. (laughs) Well, that person could have still. I'm now. You know, I don't think that they didn't draw Sergio Leone. It's just most people aren't. Right. But it's like, yes, once you've accomplished something, then have at it. Yeah. But like if if a marriage is like, we're going to see if we can legal. We're legally binding ourselves to each other. Cool. Why are you why are you telling me about this? Because they want you to buy something on their registry. Yeah, exactly. I, guess. I don't know. I I think that I have not – look, now I'm covering my ring. I have ring shame now. <laughs> um, no, I don't – you're also not fucking 22. You know what I mean? Like that's the – Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, it's true. I'm assuming. I'm not. Yeah, it's true. So, I'm just saying thanks for saying I look old. Oh, I hear yeah. what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, what I was going to say, I don't feel like I've become – um, smug and full of myself over this because I I was so bad at dating and relationships and all of that and like yes I did go to therapy and yes I did work on myself and yet, I mean all of that but I still feel like um, like I'm happy to try to help people if they write in but I don't feel like I'm queen of love or anything like that like I'm not yeah. I don't feel smug about it yeah, you I just got, feel like happy that it's working out for me right and now and also how much of it was just luck that you met the dude yeah. That's how I feel. It's just like, oh, I'm just lucky to have met this girl. Right. Well, like, so how it, long have you been with your girlfriend? Mm, off and on for like three years. But it's the last on has been like probably three months. And it's like the first time we're both really uh, there, mm-hmm. you know? Present, like, like Yeah, like really maybe, like, or... yeah. And, and, oh, so the thing that you were talking about, anger. I'm not, yeah. I'm not really an angry guy, but I can be angry. And it's really um, horrible. What happens? I'm just I'm lacerating. You know what I mean? Like I'm just like I can be totally diminishing and negative and nasty in like a like quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I don't do it. I never do it because I've I've done it at work and sort of it's like oh you can't. You because you, it's just too hitting, hitting it's below just the belt. Too, or? Yeah, it's just too angry. It's literally just too angry. Um, so you can't get angry at work. That's what I'm starting to really. Greg Fitzsimmons made the point. It's like, oh, any like goodwill you have will immediately be diminished by uh, not totally, but but you could you could spend two years of being a good guy, but if you yell for a minute, it's gone. Yeah, you know what I mean. So so I realized that. Uh, Sort of not the hard way ish, and um and so but my girlfriend the other day, uh she did something that I was not cool with, mm-hmm. and I was trying to be very level about it, and then finally she was like, you know I can take your anger, and so I just got really nasty, 
And she was like, whoa. <laughs> Did she take back the fact she, that she yeah, could take it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's like, I was like, all right, well, I didn't, I literally, th-, and then she got mad at me for the things I said. I was like, you told me to be, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't going around doing that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and then she, and she was like, no, you're right. And then she real she learned stuff about herself. When you're in a decent relationship, a lot of learning about yourself. That's the worst part. Yeah. I mean, it's not really, but it's. It's and then it makes well. Then it makes you go if you're someone who had been uh, sort of avoided relationships. It makes you think: Is this the shit? I mean, maybe this is just looking at it backwards. But like, is this what I was avoiding? Was I avoiding this constant mirror? Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. I mean, you get that with any any relationship, uh, whether it's you know professional or like or, or intimate. It you know a lot of professional relationships are pretty intimate. Yeah. That's what I liked about the thing goes back to that Adam and Drew thing. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, they know each other. Right. Like there's no fucking hiding. Yeah. And it's funny because it's no like, yo, your veneer can only be up so much. Mm-hmm. And then and then you're just who you really are. And with relationships, it's like, oh, yeah, you end up really knowing each other. Yeah. Um, And and it's and especially if you're the other person's observant. Mm-hmm. And 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 has a good memory. It's like oh, you you're getting your whole shit is cataloged. Um, when you guys are off, if you if you are okay talking about it, um, like what why is it that it's been on and off? Oh, uh, first time we were together, um, it was we fell in love, and and I had I thought it was smart. I'm like a big Al-Anon guy, not a big Al-Anon, but I'm a big like codependent guy. Mm-hmm. So like I spent a lot of my life in like very codependent relationships, and then I started going to Al-Anon, and and Al-Anon's all about like building boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to, you know, if someone's late, you have to be very, you you know, it's like you have to, you just have to be like very regimented with your relationships because with with when you're when you when you tend to be codependent, which I do, you end up just letting everyone get away with anything. Mm-hmm. Not everyone, but the people that you're that you like, uh, and then you end up resenting them, and it's just this bad cycle. And then you end up yelling at them. And question, yeah, um, do you think that someone who tends to be codependent, who has that pattern of relationships, will anyone walk on them, or are they drawing a certain kind? Yeah, they're of people? drawing narcissists. Okay, they're drawing narcissists and or addicts. Because I'm wondering if there could be a kind of personality. I mean, because I I. Well, I'll get to that. Like, I have some of that too. But showbiz, by the way, is like eighty percent narcissists and codependent people. Yeah, like it's I'm like, wondering. It's like, like, and here he is, the narcissist and his codependent producer. Could someone who <laughs> doesn't? So I'm just. Looking you're at describing every. Yeah. Oh my god, my whole body is vibrating with yes. <laughs> is that true? It, which that, it sounds like I'm having an orgasm, but I'm not. I'm just saying yes. I totally know what you're saying yeah. exactly so much. Um, but do you think that someone who is codependent enough could like draw this kind of behavior out of anyone like almost like anyone if they're dealing with someone who won't put up boundaries and will who will accept any treatment will any human being take advantage of that yeah yes that's it but the the narcissist will do it immediately right and without compunction and not even and like not like a normal person be like this is weird that they like will just pick me up at the airport Whereas yeah. a narcissist would be like, so you're going to be there at five? You'll give me the airport at five? Not think for a second that a person doesn't want to go to the airport to pick them up? Right. Like, why wouldn't they? I'm going to be there. 
the narcissist is going to be at the airport. Everyone show up. Um, so, so yeah, like I, I, I also find that in some ways I'm the narcissist. It's like there are there are relationships where I'm the narcissist. Well, I think that's kind of what Adam was trying to say about Drew was that Drew's worrying about everyone almost turns into sort of a narcissistic thing because he's, they need him. He's well, he's making it about him, and Adam was upset. That he felt like Drew wasn't pitching in ideas when they were doing their show yeah. together because this yeah. might, this, yeah, you heard this. Yeah. One, yeah, because Drew was so worried about his kid, and it's like Drew, he was making it about him. That's what Adam felt. Yeah, so that was sort of that like codependent narcissist. Yeah, same oh, well, I'm sure point. those guys flip flop constantly, mm-hmm. constantly. Uh, again, but I don't. I've I, I've only met one of them. Yeah, um, and but just as a fan. Like they're both – you can't really be like an, per, a radio personality without thinking you've got something to say. They both have think they have something to say. And they're both right. Right. I know. But you're supposed to not think it. You're supposed radio to- people – because I've seen a lot of different personalities come in and out of <clears throat> this this studio. And radio people are, are some of the um, biggest dicks. Yeah. Because they – They take up their, – they, their personality takes up – and I'm not talking about anyone that anyone knows. I mean, they might know of, but it's not like it's going to be obvious who I mean. But like their pers- they just take up so much space. Yeah. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And you just go, like, OK. <laughs> hey. Yeah. You just have to. They, they are. They have to fill up the studio they're in and then they have to fill up. They, I think whatever they're imagined, they have to fill up like the land mm-hmm. with their personality. Like they're projecting. It's not even like their voice is projecting. Their persona is pro- – yes. so they have to project their persona. And and yeah, yeah, I've seen – where it's just like, ugh. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're not that t- – you know what I've been noticing recently? I know a lot of ugly narcissists. Like physically ugly? <laughs> physically ugly where they think they're handsome. It's like, oh, you're ugly. I know that you're really into looking at yourself and think that you're cool or whatever. You're not attractive. Uh-huh. Are these ugly showbiz narcissists? Yes. Yes. Yep. I'm not going to name them. But Julie Klausner. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so kidding. Julie's I know. pretty. I feel b- – uh, Julie, I don't know you, but I, I'm a fan and I feel bad oh, about no, what Neil look, just said. Look, they, <laughs> I'm just look, kidding. I feel bad about what I said. Showbiz is built – I believe that jealousy you felt mm-hmm. is the engine of capitalism, meaning we're all supposed to constantly be looking for like – Wait, why'd she get an article? I better work harder and get an article yeah. so I can get this dumb, unfulfilling thing. Because right. I bet, I bet Julie, the, I've had articles written about me, and it's fulfilling for a day. Well, the crazy or thing a few hours. that we bought is that all of like we've both ha- experienced those um, those good things. You know, like we've we've you know, ascended the rungs of the ladder to a degree where there are people who wish that they could have that. And we know that that didn't make us any happier. And yet yeah. we still think there's, but there's another yeah, but level. You know what? Yeah. But that'll like, do but, it. Yeah. But that's only, it's like people go, you know, money can't buy you happiness. And people go, I'm going to take my chances. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just see about this money not providing happiness. Cause I think even though it's like study after study after study, right. people are like, we'll see. Yeah. Cause you never hear that it does. Like you hear that it doesn't, but the overwhelming cultural message is like, Oh no! This thing is going to make you happy. This mm-hmm. outside thing, right? Uh, this measure of success. This, I have a, I have, I have, I have a brother that is a comedian and 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 has 
beef with me. And people are like, can you believe your brother has beef with you? And I'm like, yeah, I can. Because the way it's set up, the way showbiz and America are set up is like we're supposed to be jealous of each other Mm -hmm. constantly in a constant state of jealousy. And the only people that aren't constantly jealous of other people are Will Smith and uh, that's about it. Meaning like he's the only guy that's like there's no one really above him. I even you know said that I mean? like an asshole. Why is he not? Why shouldn't he? <laughs> guess what? Well, your son's keeping up. Yeah, like the, I guess he could probably go like oh, Denzel gets sort of better material than him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's very few people that are – you got to get really high right. in the on whatever you're doing before you don't – and then and then you're just scared. You're scared of losing it. Yeah. Um. So it's just a lot of fear. That's what I've realized with my girlfriend. Most of the things that I do, my personality – most of my reactions are just fear-based. Did you just tweet that? Because yeah, I yes. okay, because I was like, I just read a tweet yes. about that. Yeah, yeah. That yeah ni- the, if someone acts weird, ninety-nine percent of the time, it's because they were scared. It's, it's like, so true. Just scared. People are just scared mm-hmm. of everything all the time. Do you think there's anyone who isn't scared? Because I, I my sort of philosophy, developing philosophy, is that. Everyone is scared and insecure and uncertain and wishes that they could be smoother and wishes that that conversation they had had gone a little bit better mm-hmm. and is thinking, oh, I can't believe I said that. We're going to erase all this, hopefully. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm I so don't want to get out. Of everything we've said. Right. Just instantly. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. This, this didn't That's happen. Horrible. No. Um, yeah. My belief is that everyone feels that way. But thinks that they're the only one and thinks if only they could be free of that. They could be just like so-and-so or so-and-so. And I think – but there are these people who act like they don't have any of that fear and they are ruining it for the rest of us. Yeah, I mean – Or uh, are there people who actually don't have it? As you asked that, the the only name that came into my head was like Tony Robbins. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, like just like a guy who's like fear is not – it, and he's – delusional Mm -hmm. or he's high on himself or something or he's like evangelical or something or like all of those yeah or yeah or like Mitt Romney's probably not a fearful guy yeah just like that so megalomaniac essentially yeah that's the only way to overcome fear is megal if you're listening out there if you're very scared you need to get into some deep megalomania (laughs) right um ASAP yeah uh no yeah but that is sort of the I mean, yeah, I think everyone's afraid all the time. I think that it whenever someone honks at you, they were afraid. It's because they're afraid mm-hmm. you cut them off and they thought they were going to die. Yeah. So they're like, fuck you. Right. Right. They, it's coming out. Fuck you. But it's basically like, I'm so scared of death mm-hmm. right now. I came so close to dying. It's like guys fighting outside a nightclub. Same thing. Right. It's like, you're testing my manhood and that scares me because I built up all this shit around it and I've got the clothing and now it's it's all under uh, – you're ruining it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the it's all possibly coming into question and I don't – and yeah, so I just feel like you could play that game. Like you could, you could, you could say something and I'd be like, oh, yeah, they're afraid. They're just afraid. The problem, war, every war is fear. I know. See, you know what I hate about – not what I hate about that but the problem with that – thought exercise for me is that then it just makes me feel like empathetic and semi charitable towards Yuck. everyone even Ugh. but no i know that's gross right <laughs> no Ugh. but i mean even like 
like I remember when I realized everyone is pretty much the hero of their own yep. story. Yeah. So Hitler and every other person who yep. did things that we all agree are horrible. I referred to my girlfriend as Hitler. I not directly. I'll tell you why. This okay. this plays into exactly what you're saying. My girlfriend did something bad and was basically justifying it. What now what category of bad? Very like fucking bad. Uh criminal? No, but uh relationship criminal. Tran- she transgressed. Okay. And um so so and she's justifying it and and I said uh and I I said a tweet I didn't just send out was, yes, I killed six million Jews, but did you ever think about what what would have made me do that? And the and that was a quote from Girl Hitler. Okay, <laughs> I didn't send it out because first of all, I don't want to paint girls with that brush because it's like not worth it. But mm-hmm. um, but yes, every Hitler was a hit. My point is Hitler had yeah. his reasons. Hitler really was fucking didn't like Jewish people from what he believed was a very real place. Right. Like, right. I don't... Everyone it has, totally they, real have a rationale. You just have... There's certain shit where it's like, you gotta get over that. Like, you... We... There's... We all Hitler have our shit. Hitler, it. you gotta get a hold of yourself, Girlfriend. girl. Girl Hitler. <laughs> um, no, yeah, you gotta... You gotta take care of your shit. Like, we all have right. shit and you all have to, like... We all have to take care of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's certain things that are like, if someone honks at you and whatever, like, that's just like a that's like a nerve thing. Right. That's just like a synapse, quarter of a second honk. Ah, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like that's because they're just scared it's and reaction, that's their reaction. Yeah. But but if there if there's shit that you do that's like consistent, it's like, dude, you gotta. It's up to you. I mean, you're an adult. Mm-hmm. You know, like so, acknowledge that you fear and you have a reason and. Your brain is there. I'm sure you everyone feels justified in their reason why. Like nobody. Jeffrey Dahmer didn't kill and decapitate people. Right. Because he thought he was he, a, he, evil guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's because he has a shitty brain. Yeah. And well, you've so, got to take care of it. So did your girlfriend uh, see things your way ever? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Once I once she was like justifying it and I really yelled at her. Then she was oh, is that like, when she said she could take your anger? Yeah, but she so I called her Hitler. Uh, <laughs> I didn't call again. Didn't call her Hitler. Just almost. and also didn't call her a cunt, but said I wanted to. <laughs> and again, I'm sure that softened she it. asked yeah. for it. No, no, right. no, no, no. I would have never called her a cunt. Yeah, ever. But if you're gonna say, "Hey, give me your anger, I can take it," then okay, it's like okay, well. Guess what? I'm a comedian, so I can I can go wherever I need, and I'm also mm-hmm. a writer, so I get, I have a good imagination. For uh, I got into the into the head of Evil Neil. I got into the character. <laughs> um, so 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 yeah, and then once she realized, like, oh, and she and then she was, I was like, what are you talking about? I just kept saying, like, what are you? And then she was like, oh, you're absolutely right. That's good. Yeah. It's so rare in life that that will happen. Yeah. That's what's nice about my girlfriend is that even like we broke up before and uh, and the last time we broke up at, at some point, maybe five, six months after we broke up, she texted me out of the blue and said, you were right about me, which is like, that's she, about She is a, a cunt Hitler? She's a Hitler, Hitler cunt. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. That, no, she. this isn't about this pre-Hitler cunt. Uh, she was just <laughs> like, 
that's about all you can hope for is someone going yeah. like, you were, hey, man, you were right about me. No one ever says, hey, you were right. And yeah. it's, it's uh, they should. That's all I want from life is people to say, hey, you were right. More me than, and Dave Chappelle used to have liked. a joke that, that my on his deathbed, my dream for his deathbed was for him to go, Neil was right, and then die. Like, <laughs> that's what I want. And he wanted the opposite. He wanted me to go, like, Chappelle had some good points. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, I'm I'm constantly obsessed with people just, like, because uh, I'm the youngest of ten. Yeah. So I was constantly being, like, not listened to. Mm-hmm. So now, I, now I'm really projecting my personality. Right, just like a radio person. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, I have so there's so many uh, threads that I want to come back to. Yeah, but, um, but I did want to say something about this one needing people to let you know that you're right. It's like for me these these moments or these things where I still just want the person to just say that I was right or or see it my way. It's like they they're like these open loops because once you have that, then you like if there's something I'm angry about. I will like continually be angry as long as the person is trying to make me feel like I don't have any. I shouldn't be angry. As long as they're out there, yeah, it's like a cold case. Yeah. It's like yes. until this yes. is solved, <laughs> I will not rest. Right, I, and people think I'm crazy. It's like until you, if you disagree with something on my on our podcast, Moshe Kasher, I have I make a point consistently that um, black we have uh, like predominantly black guests on our show, probably ninety five percent black guests. And I always say, because it's something I noticed empirically, that when black guys grow up around mm-hmm. white people, when they go to school with white people for two, three, four years, the odds of them succeeding later on in life skyrocket because basically white people get demystified mm-hmm. for them. Moshe thinks it sounds like I'm being condescending to black people. And as a, as a card-carrying white liberal, he goes like, oh, don't say that. Every guest we've had has pretty much agreed with me. But Moshe still but won't go. But the white go. people don't. Therefore, it's racist. No, exactly. So so Moshe is still a fr- – and still won't – so I still bring it up every episode because he won't go, you were absolutely right about that. Mm-hmm. And I continue to bring it up. And I bring it up on other people's podcasts because that's how cold this case is. No, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I so know what you mean. I'm trying to – I feel like the ones that I've done that about have been, um, well, baby corn. What about it? I like it. Adam thinks it's bullshit. I mean, I do too, but... You think it's bullshit? I just... I'm going to be honest with you, which will prove your point. Never even tasted it. Refuse. Flatly refuse. I've... I've... I got it served to me three different times this weekend. Pushed it aside every time. Are you serious? Yeah. What are the chances? Oh, I'm I'm very serious. Where where were you dining? I was in Coconut Grove, Miami. Oh, at a place baby called corn uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eastern Seaboard. Yeah, don't you need baby baby corn grove? Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So and and I I don't I don't like it. It's gross. Baby carrot, same thing. Do you hate children? I don't have any children. Do you, hate, you, do you hate puppies? I like puppies. All right, so it's not a problem with things that are cute and little, no. which baby corn and like baby girls. carrots are. Girls are cute and little to a guy. Am I right, fellas? They're do you so tend small, to like tiny. them the cuter, like cuter and littler the better? Like, do you? No, I'm not one of those. Skater? Like, no, that just grosses me out. No, I don't. I don't see the. I don't idealize like little women mm-hmm. or big women. Like the idea that somehow, like she's five eleven. It's like I'm not measuring women by square footage. Like 
Do you see how much hot square right. footage a bitch he got with him? Look at that volume. Look at that. I mean, man, he carried like nine square foot a bitch with him. <laughs> um, no, like I don't. It's like, what do I care? It's like, what? Yeah. And same. And I find like Dominique Mociano, girls like that, like it's a bit like fed it. I don't know. It's just like one of those gymnast chicks. Oh, okay. I just wouldn't. I'm just not into it. Yeah. They just seem like munchkins. They do. Yeah. I agree. Um, I remember a friend of mine years ago was saying, he's like, I just like women. And I thought, that's... Said, the- he said a pretty... You made a smug face as you did that. Like, I just like women. Well, that sounded constipated a little bit. Did I sound constipated? But you sounded like... Like, he Sleaze. sounds like a douchebag. Sound... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a statement that revealed a whole level of douchebaggery because it's in his attempt to sound like he's not objectifying... There's something so objectifying about that. Like, like I just like, I don't know if I well, can Well, that's the why, problem with, with feminism and uh, men and women. You know, the reason we're all here is because women were objectified. And the reason we're here is because men were objectified as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's like, it's hard to reconcile feminism and wanting to fuck women. Back me up. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah. You mean the desire to it's, have sex yeah, it's involves hard a level to, of objectification? Yeah. yeah it's like yes, it I will just agree with by that. nature, women are uh, like, first of all, you know who objectifies women a lot? Women. That's a. Oh, you we're turn worse. yourself yeah. into, yeah, yeah, yeah. you literally turn yourself into objects every morning, right. like to leave the house. Yeah. Uh, so then we, then you get mad at us for going like, look at that instead of look at her. Um, um, yeah. I see what you're it's saying. It's just hard to. Hard. I also, in terms of feminism, like things were one way for like seven million years, and now they've been different for thirty. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we're kind of working out the kinks, and I feel like everyone <laughs> just expects shit to be like, no, you got to. It's like, no, no, no. This is a little hard to deal with, like because our genetics are way behind, right? In well, terms of what kind of things specifically are you talking about, or is there anything specifically that you're talking about? Uh, it's hard to it. I I don't. I think it's just a general thing of like it's hard to be. It's it's hard to know when to when is a woman a because women will like I don't believe that women should ever show cleavage in an office. I don't mm-hmm. think women should show any sort of body. If you want to be professional, I don't get turned down by dudes. Like, I don't get turned on by dudes. So it's like, I don't care. Oh, right. I so do, you're talking about this you double have message. To, yeah, you have to acknowledge that there is, between any man and woman, there is a, whether it's 0.01% or 90%, there's a sexual component to it. Mm-hmm. So to act like, to use it for power at times that women do, I don't even think it's, uh, uh, negative. I, just, it, I think it's uh, involuntary. I think women just have uh, uh, any woman has sexual power over a guy. So I just think it's like that's got to be worked out mm-hmm. in feminism in the next hundred years. And I don't know what the answer is. You know, right? I do see what you're saying. Um, I think with this guy, my problem was for I. Th- I wish I could remember clearly what it was so long ago and why it rubbed me the wrong way so much. I think he was trying to say, look how like down open minded and equality ish, which is not a word. He was trying to appeal to me on this. 
um, on this like women's right in this women's rights way. And I was like, what you're saying is is making me feel the opposite about you. Like if you're just saying you like women, that's totally fine. But don't try to be all sensitive new age guy with me because you're just down with women when you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, again, that's going to you're going to spend the rest of your life trying to figure that out. Meaning like you want to talk about a cold case. Right. No, like that's that's the thing of like how do you reconcile? It's like how do as a guy because I'm from two kind of different cultures. I'm from like sort of hip hoppy black culture. And I'm also like – How are you from that culture? Because uh, I – when I moved to New York, I just immediately fell in with black dudes. Mm-hmm. And it was in the 90s in like the in like the nascent hip-hop scene. Right. And I just fell in with that. And, um, and then – and there's also like the alternative scene that I'm also kind of a part of. And I don't – and I, I see value in both. But, but it's, it's hard to – one, I find that – the guys, the the hip hop culture is absurdly um, sexist, mm-hmm. absurdly so, and I find that that uh, alternative culture is post feminist in a way that it's I find so unattractive. Yeah, that it's like, it's, dude, you've turned yourself into a fucking basically like this neutered. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to the guys, like they I turn know. themselves into these neutered doughy like. I just think it's like all right. Well, yeah, it's that. That's do women not want to fuck women, men anymore? It's like there is something attractive about like what women are attracted to in men. There's something stupid about it. There's something dumb. Mm-hmm. Like you like, kind of like us, big and dumb and brutal. Yeah. Like and like fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that. And I feel like the hip hop culture takes it too far. I they're they're both too extreme. Because I know – I also know that guys on the – my alternative comic friends are way more sexual, are way – are way – are. I always find that the alternative people will – they'll be like the first to condemn Tracy Morgan or Adam uh, or for saying something that's untoward. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they make this big show about how they're not – they – instead of actually doing something, they, they think that, that condemning Adam – uh, is like that's their feminist. Uh, they've used their feminist. Uh, that's their feminist work for the week. Right. It's like you're not doing shit. You're it's like when tweeting, when yeah. people yeah exactly. It's like when people condemn Tracy. It's like what are you doing for gay rights? The fuck are you doing for black rights? Like what are you doing? I can mm-hmm. constantly condemn tons of people for do for having a less nuanced view about race or tons of shit that I have a nuanced view about that they don't mm-hmm. because they just don't. They don't have the access I've had or whatever or they don't have the the wisdom or whatever, just the experience. So, But I find that, that people constantly do that and I find that especially people, alternative guys are more sexist. I find – I think everyone on, on earth is racist, sexist, uh, homophobic. I think everyone's a little bit of everything. Yeah. And so to just to, but they pretend they're not by condemning Adam or condemning Tracy or condemning the whoever Tosh or Dane. You or think whoever. they're protesting too much in a way? Yeah, positive. Uh, yeah, um, and also they're not protesting at all. They're just going on there. They're just grandstanding. Right. Yeah, you you bring up a really interesting point, which is that the things we are attracted to, like what makes sexuality, is 
like thousands of years behind yeah. where we are yeah. culturally and socially. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I mentioned that before, this thing that I used to always experience, which was either I'm comfortable with a guy and I'm not attracted to him or I'm attracted to him and he's the total wrong guy for me. I was like, when will I ever when will I ever be able to yeah. be attracted to someone who would be right for me? And then the, these guys that I was always fall for, this is a long time ago, were these ones who would just they would just seduce me. I mean, they'd come on so strong and possibly they were married or possibly they had a girlfriend. Um, I'm not saying that I always did right. anything with them, but it's just like there was there was something so exciting about this person who was just being so uh, coming on so strong and being so forward and like the urgency with which he was hitting on me. And yet it probably, I, I somehow sensed that it wasn't even that real. It was just like, just for the moment, there was just something so like, here I am in my boring little everyday life. And then this like thing that was just yeah, this so fun comes out of nowhere. Fucking, yeah. Big headed, broad shouldered, big guy who does not respect me. Yes. And, but then I realized that the right guy, the right guy for me would, that's not even the way he would ever approach me because someone who is going to be the kind of person that I want to be with wouldn't be comfortable crossing that many boundaries without even knowing me. Right. You know? And did that end up being true? Was your boyfriend a gentleman? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, he was. Um, he was – what I always say about him is that he was um, confident and he didn't – I didn't feel responsible for his emotions and yet he was really nice and respectful and I had never really experienced that before. In my, it was always either the person was like the kind of guy we had talked about, which was like someone just going to sweep me off my feet and right. completely wrong – Right. Or someone who was really like mealy mouthed, and yeah, I, awkward. yeah, and I, yeah, and this I, this is weird. <laughs> I'm awkward. It's like motherfucker, get what happened to being cool? Yeah, be fucking a li- have some goddamn pride, right? And don't make someone else responsible for your emotions because yeah, like, that's uh, what would always that was always if I felt like because it's always like I always felt like well I don't know how I feel about this person but if I I'm not sure but if I go out with them then I'll be leading them on and I don't want to deal with that and right. uh, whereas with him I felt like I don't know but I don't. But I feel like I can just – I just felt free to get to know him more. Yeah, and then make a out. decision instead of being like uh, this baby is laying in my front in a basket. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, so, OK. Let's – we have so many things that I want to go back yeah, to. Yeah, so um, what do you – yeah, and as a guy, it's hard to know when to be brash and when to be respectful and when to be like – I bet, yeah. It's just hard. Not like it's a – it's hard. I mean it's it's – life's hard anyway. But, but that's just one of those things of like when girls will be like – that's the thing that I hate about – People coming down on comedians, or or even it's like it's a it's all coming out of the same thing. I'm not I'm not being aggressively. If I'm hitting on a girl, it's like that you shouldn't say. Okay, well it's a trial and error. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so, I was a little brash. Sorry, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't. It's like even or a girl. It's like girls who want to get uh, their hair pulled. It's like, well, how am I going to know when to do that? <laughs> and do you think I'm always going to guess right? Do you think – like how would I know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what's the – how could I possibly know? You know? And you just have to get – I know. I've thought – I hope the statement isn't too revealing. I've had these moments of being like, so what I really want is to control you controlling me. <laughs> That's what – look, I've had a lot of women in the last five, six years. I, I And I've said this in our podcast, which is 
I believe that pornography changed women's sexuality in the last 10 years more than women's sexuality had been changed in the previous million. Women never watched porn before. Literally, you, you couldn't get – a woman wouldn't go to a video store. I mean like mm-hmm. a rare woman would. But for the most part, women weren't watching porn and now it's everywhere and women are going like – so the menu is just way bigger yeah. and you just go like, oh, I can get – I mean if – look – if I don't know, I know I at this point I know a lot more girls that like to be choked than don't. Um, <laughs> that's just for the record. Uh, that I just feel like there's a lot of that you controlling me, controlling you, controlling me. There is right. like a this this like this uh, safe area to be dangerous thing, and that again goes to this primordial right like. It, it's that not wanting to be responsible for Sex anything. Sex just became thing. consensual like 500 years ago. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Before that, it was just chasing, literally yeah. chasing. If the dad wasn't around, it was just chasing and getting. You know what I mean? And yeah. now it's become this other thing. But that's still in us. See, I think this idea that really respectful, deep intimacy leads to feelings of sexuality is um, a misconception. I I agree. I find that sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. I find that there are times where me and my girlfriend are having a really great understanding feeling and and from that I will want to hold her down and choke her. I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, And from that we'll get – but but there are times where it's like, oh, it's not – it's like some other – it's another switch. Yeah. It's a totally other switch. And that's the thing of like – so you have to find somebody that's – has this other switch that you like, but isn't embarrassing to be around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they have you have mm-hmm. to like be really turned down by uh, turned on by her ass, but not but and you but she can't wear embarrassing outfits. Has that been a problem for you in the past? Yes. Next question. Um, no, yeah, like whatever. I, it's just a balance. It's just finding this balance of like. Someone I want to have sex with, but also want to talk to, mm-hmm. and also want to eat with, and also want to resolve shit with, and also, and also, and also, and also. It goes on. It's like ad infinitum. And most relationships, you can only line up so many boxes before you're just like, ugh. Did you, do you watch Mad Men? Uh, yeah, but I haven't started this season yet. Um, Gary, did you, are you caught up? I didn't watch last night's. I don't go. all alone yet again. Yeah, go. Um, okay, I will. I will. I don't think I'm spoiling anything. Um, so, you, wait, you you do know who Megan is, then, right? The daughter. Yeah. No. Or the the, the wife, wife. Don yeah. Draper's wife. Yeah. Um, she is lamenting that she feels like Don Draper is just really far away from her. Right. Like you know they can be in the in the same room and and it's like she. By the way, my girlfriend when I got angry said she felt like she knew me better because she always felt like I was hiding that part of myself, mm-hmm. the Hitler cunt part. Right. And uh and um and and because I got angry she was like, Okay, now I feel like I feel less like you're less of a stranger. Go ahead. Well no, there is something I will get to the thing. There is something to that though. Like I actually just had sort of a um my my fiance and I just worked through something smallish last night because he had said this thing which we are talking about where to have the wedding and there's like one place that I'm interested in, or one town I'm interested in, he just he has baggage there, and I was like, I I just felt frustrated by that 
Like, I, and he said a little more than that. But finally, I was like, can you explain? Like, I don't. What does that mean? Like, what emotions are we talking about? Because it, I didn't. I don't know why I was reacting the way I was though. Because I was acting like God. I mean, I can guess. I'm, I was reacting like, like someone saying no to me, and I have to get my way, which is not a very like respectful. Like, I I would like to be the person who's like he has some feelings about this, and it's important to me that the place we get married is a place that we both want to get married. But but finally, when he finally just like told me what made made it more clear to me. Then I it made sense and it was fine. But I think that he was trying to not lay his shit on me. Yeah, that's my thing. Because me and my girlfriend talk about like she's like, why don't you talk about your sexual past more? I'm like, because it's not going to help. Yeah. And it's irrelevant. She's like, you made it seem like it was vanilla. I was like, it wasn't vanilla. I'm just not like what good is it going to do to talk about? I find when you talk about that, something that's been coming with me and my girlfriend, I find that girls don't like. Girls want to be the emotional priority all the time. So if if it's like you have this – and he's going like, ah, oh, there's this other reason why. could be a girl that he well, was there it with. Was. It was. Yeah, the, the, and he's he just and like, I don't fucking want to go to Solvang and or whatever the like, town is. Well, let's, let me go there and I'll piss all over it and yeah, then it'll be and fine. And then you'll be the fucking <laughs> – you'll be the alpha female and like no other girl will have any kind of hold well, over your man and all that shit. And it's like I, it's It didn't not, come out with that many leap press on nails. But it was a, a little bit – a little bit it's like – She's affecting us now? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, no, I you know? get it. I get it. I find, yeah, I find that, like, yeah, I find that uh, my girlfriend and she admitted she sort of felt like all women are like this. Is like, if I have a big work thing, she kind of wants to, like, steal some. I And again, it's that evolution thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you live in a cave and you're, it makes you feel in danger, makes you scared if someone isn't making you their priority. Right. Like it used to be fatal if your cave husband, if you weren't his priority. Mm-hmm. So now it still feels fatal. Yeah. It's not at all, but it feels fatal. Um, and and that's the sort of thing where where my it's like if I, I'm like, I got to work. And it's like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. I got shit I got to do. Like after tomorrow, I won't have to do it. But I need you now to understand. I, I wish I, – I don't know if it's all girls, but I wish girls were more understanding about that. It's like, yo, just for now, I you're not the priority. But I think that even that, even it's it's it is threatening. Um, although I, I feel like I have gotten better about that over the years. I used to be like, I mean, emotionally, I was like a baby in a crib whose parent left. It was like a feeling of abandonment when mm-hmm. I wasn't someone's priority, which is like. No wonder I couldn't make a relationship last. I, w- I would not have put up with me. I mean, yeah. like, that's awful to really have to want to have that kind of hold on the person's yeah. focus all the time. Um, now I'm much more like I don't live or die based on whether the, this person is is here. However, if I think that uh, women are also sort of aware of, well, when someone is starting to pull away or if they're going to cheat, it might manifest as they are working a lot. Do you think that's going on at all? The f- no, the, I've just found that like if like I've had – I'd tape an hour Comedy Central special three weeks ago and the day of we got into an argument. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like – Oh, you think it's Any like- fucking way you could – Leave this for like a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just go, yo, you're on some other shit. Like you need to focus mm-hmm. and I'm going to put this 
ahead. I'm going to put this work thing ahead of – and I will do a good job of hiding the fact that I'm upset. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's what I wish there was. A, and I found that with a lot of girls. It's like I just wish there was a little generosity in that regard. Yeah. Um, but I get that it comes from a place of fear and feeling like that that you're not the priority. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but it's still – I still wish it were different. So so uh, – I'm making my girlfriend sound not great and she's great. Like she's great. She's she's yeah. She. I think you're just making her sound human. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um. So on Mad Men, Megan said to her mom that she felt like Dawn was distant, and um, you know she. Had she's to, n- my girlfriend's not human. Go ahead. <laughs> um. And like someone she had to work on small talk and blah blah blah. And her mom said, "Well, you know, I know you a way you can fix that. Don't dress like his wife. Like make it so that when he's in the same room with you, all he's thinking about is." how fast he can get between your legs yeah and then and i and i was like is, is it really that simple what are, I, i'm just wondering what are your b- both of your thoughts on that not wrong i mean i don't i would yeah it, well what's funny is if your girlfriend dresses super sexy i always say that you're basically working security that night because <laughs> you then have to just Beyond looking at the perimeter mm-hmm. and looking for fucking dudes, incoming dudes. Is that a pleasant experience? I personally don't like it. Uh, I like my girl to look good, but you know that there's like a line mm-hmm. where it's like that's slutty. And it kind of makes – I think it's it reflects poorly on both of you. Um, How so? Because uh, it, just, it just seems like what your girlfriend's sort of like – Like iced tea and cocoa? Yeah. I mean, I hate to drag poor Coco into this. She she did nothing wrong here. Um, uh, yeah, for instance, it's like, I, look, I'm Coco actually is smart and went to a good like I know people that like, but but it's yeah, a really bad did. example. It's yeah, actually no, but a really I good no, example. no no no, but that's a great example because she is intelligent, she is et cetera. But but at a certain point, it's like, eh. <laughs> kind of like what are you, what what yeah. are you doing? It just makes you kind of like it looks like you're it just looks trying. slutty. It just yeah. looks like looks you're being slutty and yeah. like. Where it'd be like me just wearing like a tank top or something. Everybody knows they've got killer guns. Yeah, I'm gonna show it to everybody. That's, right. That's for baby. That's for home. <laughs> um, no, no, yeah. So I don't. I think there's something to be said for being. Uh, you know what's funny? He should tell me the observation about his wife a long time. I shouldn't say it's about his wife, but I've done it. Uh, I'm sure he said it. He 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 said to her one time. He was like. Why do you, he actually made? I mean, it wasn't about he noticed it in his wife, but he made it about all women. He said, "Why do girls wear sweatpants at home and fucking dresses when they go out?" And he's like, "It really should be the opposite. Uh-huh. Like dress like a bum for these people that have nothing that don't help your life at all. Yeah, dress like dress up for for daddy. Am I right? <laughs> no, but there is something there. Like uh, to I, answer your started... question, I don't know, um, but I I. I find sometimes I'll I'll date I've dated girls in the past that would wear shit that I wanted to go like could you not wear that like it's just a little much mm-hmm. like it just kind of seems it's gaudy or cheesy or yeah I guess I'm just reacting to this idea that a faltering relationship can be patched by just making the guy sexually interested in you again it can make it I find that people patched, do that constantly yeah I but does it I, work I feel like it eventually just it just stalls with it'll prolong it for sure yeah right. but not long i but not find that it. i find that no. when people break up and then they get back together 
for the first three weeks, the guy is more thoughtful and the girl is more sexual. Uh-huh. And then you just get back to what your what your default is. Yeah. And then you're just back to being unhappy. Well, you have gotten back together with. Yes, we've all look. We've always been crazy sexual. Let's face it. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 like, but it hasn't been more or less sexual. Mm-hmm. It, we've both gotten more thoughtful and more, which we kind of came to on our own. Um, you had a while ago. A while ago. <laughs> a while ago. Earlier in the podcast, um, you had started talking. I was asking you why you guys uh, broke up and got back together, and you were talking about how you're an Al-Anon person. Oh, I, so I had all basically I had all these boundaries up, and they were to 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 our detriment. I just would go like, I only want to see you three times a week, and I have rules, and, and, and I don't ever want to live with you, and just all this stuff. And then were, was this were these your boundaries before you met her, or were they erected? Yeah, for they her? were no, they were boundaries before I met her. And then they – not like I – if – I didn't have a girlfriend before her, but these were the boundaries that I was comfortable with with her. And then I realized like um, – and then and then we broke up and then, and then I realized like, you know, you do love this person and like they're – you got to – you got to kind of rethink the shit. Like – Why did you break I, up? A, the right love is more important than – um. Uh, uh, boundary. If that makes sense, and I, and it that does. sounds like an Alan on. Like it sounds like I would be. It if if with the right love, you don't have to worry about boundaries. If that makes sense, like, yeah, you do and you don't. Like it's like you have to take care of yourself. But having a a, I realized that I wanted love more than I wanted anything else. And in the last year, I've tried to pursue love and happiness in the way that I used to pursue, like, a career. That's such a great epiphany for someone as fucked up as you. Tell me about it, kiddo. I'm just um, kidding. I have no. no sense of how fucked up you are. Uh, or if you even are. Nah, I mean, you know, it's – I was – Average. Yeah. Or maybe more than average. But I'm also, like, functional and charming mm-hmm. and, and know how to talk to people and shit. Like, right. But, but yeah, like, that that was my – uh my my epiphany and so and then and then we got back together and the last time we got back together i was too present and she wasn't and then this time we both gone through shit that has made us both present in similar ways you were too present and she wasn't and she just who, wasn't i mean not too present she broke up with me okay. because uh she was just like i'm not ready for this mm mm-hmm. mhm um, and I was like, okay, well, I was. And that was probably like a year and a half ago. And then we just bumped into each other. What, and why did you break up the first time? Because I was just being like all like, fuck all my rules and shit. Like, no, you will lift it with the left hand. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, but I had just had all these dumbass like counter that ran counter to to a good relationship. Like they're good if the – if if – they were just sort of not applicable to this relationship. Were they a reaction to having not had appropriate boundaries in relationships before? Yeah. Yes. And just I would call myself super boyfriend mm-hmm. where I would just try to like figure out what she wanted, do it, resent her, and then mm-hmm. break up out of the blue. That was my MO. Because of because of the resentment had yeah. built. Yeah. And did and she also, have any... I never got to do what I wanted to do because I never asked for it. Yeah. So I'd be like, I'm fucking sick of going out to dinner. Well, then you should stop going out to dinner. Like, you don't... 
Right. Like you never, you don't have to. Like I would just get into these habits. I would get into her habits, and 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 then once I realized, like, oh, I don't, I don't. We can you can say what you want, and you can say, hey, I can't see you today, and it's okay. You know what I mean? And not because like I have to be alone four days a week. Like it just like I'm not going to see my girlfriend today. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to see her tonight. What made you think you couldn't? Um, uh, I was one of those guys who I didn't even realize that you could sleep with a girl and not make her your girlfriend. <laughs> I've met guys like you. Yeah. Usually you're good guys. I, yes. But you end up, but you end up not exerting your will ever. Yeah. And then I, like, I, I realized like after a while, like, oh, I don't, what? No, I don't have to. So would that me- mean that you got into a lot of relationships you didn't want to be into or you didn't have sex N- Almost that much? nothing but relationships I didn't want to be in. Um, yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. And then and then I'd be like, you got to go to therapy because relationships are hard work. And now, I, this, so I was just constantly trying to force myself into relationships. Was this idea that there's that that's how you have to treat women, meaning if you sleep with them, you have to be their boyfriend. Did that come from your mom or your family or do you know well i grew up catholic but i also think i was just uh i didn't uh, like i didn't sort of recognize my own value or something or i didn't realize like i didn't i mean it wasn't like i was just like a like would sleep with the girl and then she's my girl it was just i would just fall into these things like yeah i want to see you again but i didn't i never knew how to like mitigate it i never knew Mm -hmm. how to go like i never knew how to like just not return texts after a while or or not return phone calls um or just say like no I'm good. Like I don't want to see you. I don't like you that much. Um it was it took me a while before I realized like oh you can just someone can if you're just don't if you're not compatible with somebody it doesn't mean you're a misogynist. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're an asshole. It just means you're not compatible. Yeah. You know. Uh but it's hard cuz there's all that thing of like well do you not like women? No, I just don't think she's interesting that that girl's interesting. Or do you um uh, you sabotaging yourself. Yeah, or there all those things of like, all, the all right, and then thing of like, relationships are hard work. So and it's like, so I'd go to therapy and be like, you got to convince my body to want to be in this relationship, and like, you say like, that to the therapist, not my body, but I'd try to like figure out reasons why I I was a shitty person for not want to be in it. And finally, I was like, I don't want to go out with this person. Yeah, like I don't like it. Period. I don't like it. That's been like a huge. Thing, realization and thing I've been working on is to trust that I don't want to trust the feeling uh, yeah. whatever feelings it is because I'm like my thing is always I don't like I don't like that person there must be a reason why because they seem like like I, I just second guess everything and try to turn it around yeah. so that everything is nice and positive yeah. and it's like I I spend so much time well, that's not true. I was going to say I spend so much time doing things I don't want to do. That's not necessarily true, but I would like to get it so I only am doing things I want to do. Yeah. If that's even possible. And spending you know? time with people you want to spend with right. and working on things you only want to work on. And yeah, like that's the – because otherwise uh, it's – Draining. Ah, oh, there's nothing in the world more exhausting than pretending. Yes. There's nothing – it's the most draining shit in the world. Is so pretending true. to be some – you can't – I used to like always want to throw up because mm-hmm. I was just pretending all the time and uh, and 
Yeah, so thank God that's over, huh? Yeah, at, at, at what age would you say you stopped? Uh, 30 fucking 2, 33. Did something happen? I broke up with my ex. It was like the last, I was just like, I don't want, what am, I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I moved out here and started dating different girls and it was like, oh, yeah, no, but yeah, it was fun. And yeah. Like, you know, figuring stuff out and then, and then, and then met my girlfriend now and it's like, oh, this is great. I felt like, in some ways with my girlfriend now, I told somebody like, I felt like I kept, like I was dealing, I was being dealt cards and I'd look and go like, nope. 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 To the point where it's like, dude, you're 30 whatever you are. And then it's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I don't want to be with any of these people. And then I meet her now and it's like, oh, yes, this was worth waiting for. Like mm-hmm. this is I, – I I find sometimes that when a guy has a girlfriend, I find that a lot of guys think that they can't even have a cool girlfriend. Like the idea of a cool girl doesn't exist. Like that's how low some guy's opinion of women is, mm-hmm. is like – that the woman's like, yeah, but you can't have that. It's like, yeah, you can. Right. Then just wait or just don't get married or don't get with a girl. Like, I find that most relationships are bad that people yeah. are in. Most marriages are bad. That's why they end. Half them end. Uh, and I think uh, still another 40% are bad. So I think 10% of marriages are good. And two people that should be married are married. Yeah. And then I find like the ratio of just bad relationships people are in are just – it's – it's it's incomprehensibly high. It's just like almost Crazy nothing. Crazy thing is but... to think, how did it get like that? Because at one point it probably wasn't bad, or maybe it was like hot sex and, and then instantly a bad relationship. I don't know, but I feel like there's this like relationship atrophy that people or relationship decay or whatever word you know, where people just allow their relationships to to get shitty and far gone. Because at one point they might have – they weren't like that probably. I think that uh, people sleep together – I almost feel like people sleep together too soon. Mm -hmm. So the girl tries to work backward from like, well, I fucked this guy. So let me try to make him into a boyfriend because emotionally I want to. Mm -hmm. So And then he wants to keep having sex with her. Yeah. So he's like, uh, yeah. You're my word going out. It's that thing where it's like if this person was the same sex, would I be friends with them? Would I even want to hang out with them? Second, that's the thing. Like Summer, my girlfriend is like, I would hang out with her if you took her personality and put it in a dude. Like I'd hang out with her. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like whereas, otherwise, most people wouldn't. It's like if that didn't have a vagina, you'd be like, what? You're a fucking weirdo. Mm -hmm. Or if didn't have a penis, you'd be like, what? Yeah, yeah. See, my thing because I also went through a phase of. Making myself try to like people that I just didn't like, who were who I thought were nice. Like that's the right kind of guy. I should make myself like him. But you you can't you can't force your emotions in any way. And then I realized you like, can for a while, but you're it's going to come out in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, no, just wait till you want. Like you should want to be around the person. You should want to do whatever. It should sound. I mean, yeah, a little bit of fear is okay or or uncertainty, but you should want to. That would be the advice I would give to women. Do you do you think a guy should ever just push himself? Through what? Through – I believe you're talking about rape. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a time and a place for it. I think there's a time and a place. Oh, I'm kidding. Do you think 
No, I agree. Do yeah. you think birthdays, yeah, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. say. Um, Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> do you think that exists, that idea of this guy who, like, he'll just be single forever, so he should just push himself to settle down or something? No. I Well, I also think it's acceptable when George Clooney does it because he's cute. Whereas if another guy does it, it's like, what a pig. Yeah. It's like, oh, George Clooney's 55. Never been married. But if he's, you know. I think I don't think that you should push. I don't. I think that you should just be like, okay, not getting married, maybe yeah, not reproducing yeah. no, or not. I agree. It's like something I don't know. It just doesn't happen. Everything should feel. You should do what feels good. I may good. never go to Asia. You know what I mean? I'd like to. I. You know I what's may crazy? Not. I've had that exact same thought. Yeah, I'd like to go, but unless there's, I'm going for work. Something tells me I'm not just going to go. Yeah. For no reason. Are you okay with leaving this earth having never having seen never Asia? Having never seen the Asia. Where I decided I am. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm going to be fine with it. That's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny that I've had that exact same thought. Yeah, because I'm now at that point where I'm like thinking of like, I may never, like I'll probably never skydive. Oh, so yeah. I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. It's like, uh, no, I'll figure it out. It's, it'll be all right. Um, yes. It. Okay. So what time, how are we doing with time for you? I got to go. Okay. You got to go like in one minute or five minutes. Uh, you know, I'm gonna be late for where, wherever for whomever. I gotta okay. be somewhere. Technically, I gotta be somewhere in two minutes. Okay. That's not in the in the producing booth, so um, uh, it'll it'll. I'm gonna be late, so it's fine. Because there's a segment we do. Oh yeah, let's do. A okay, segment. it's called Just Me or Everyone. And All right. Boinkity Boink says, I get genuinely afraid while watching commercials for some horror movies, but not the movie. Yeah, I do too. There's certain horror commercials that freak me out. Um, I find that 90% of horror movies now, um, commercials for them just involve a fucking scary baby. Yeah. Just going like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they'll do the date. Like, <laughs> August 4th. Like and that's and the baby will scare you. Yeah, but that's about it. There was a, there was one that had the woman Deb from Dexter in it. It was like the exorcism of Emily, of Emily Rose. Rose. Yeah, that commercial scared the shit out of me. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I knew her. I knew she was a dear friend of mine, so I wasn't that as scared as everybody else. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, but uh, the last horror movie I saw saw was uh, The Ring. And it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I've heard that. It gave me the chills for like an hour straight. Like it scared Wait, and the then shit it didn't, out of me. And then no, 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 no. I watched the movie and it scared the shit out of me. But did it continue? Because for me, the reason I can't watch horror movies is they'll stay with me for weeks. Uh, no, didn't stay. I, I thought it was a really well-made movie. All right. Cosmo Demonic. I keep at least one clock on daylight savings time and subtract the hour in my head when I look at it. Nope. I like to change my clocks. But if I'm going to New York... Or and then back, I will. I will take forever to change my watch. I don't know why. Uh, I'll keep one of my one of my one of my clocks in my bedroom a little fast, so that you get somewhere on time. Yeah, I don't, but I'd still I keep it that okay. way. All right, Ray Morgan three. The last trash bag in the box is used to throw the box away, so it's like the child is eating its mother. I haven't had that thought, but I have. I I am frequently 
put out by how much space a cardboard box will take up in a trash bag, even if you smush it. Do you – I find that in his metaphor, so he when he goes when he goes to take out a bag out of the box, does he always say like, I'm about to – this box is about to go into labor and then a baby comes out and he goes like – and his, he, yeah, like he, the mom and the bag. Then does he slap little, it? Yeah. yeah like, it's um, a bag. <laughs> and does yeah. he think of it like he's pulling it out of the box's <laughs> vagina? Like, push. Does, yeah, does he talk to the box? Like, <laughs> you need to push, push. One more. <laughs> a big one. Yeah. All right. Bryant Rich. I get mad when a driver gets to a speed bump, slows way down, and veers into the other lane, but two of his tires still go over it. Um, I. That bothers me, but I don't know that I've noticed it myself as something that would annoy I me. I don't like people driving into oncoming traffic. I call me old-fashioned. <laughs> but I I myself will do that into the parking lane. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'll try to like go around the right side. Right, right. But I won't go around the – I won't go into the oncoming traffic. Yeah. Um, I also find that most bumps are worse. They, 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 their bark is worse than their bite. Yeah. True. M. Mallinson. When movie characters go on a long, epic journey on foot, I always wonder where they poop. No, I, you know, I don't. I feel like I suspend my disbelief long enough. Um, but this is, that's a classic, this segment kind of thing. I, that's not, I don't wonder where movie characters poop. I mean, yeah, that, that's because you're all behind the curtain, like you know. No, I well, no, I know, but I don't think that's like. Oh, I know where they poop. They poop in the in the in the uh, porta potty over by the trailer. Like I don't, I know. I'm I'm just saying, like I don't watch uh, Indiana Jones and be like, boy, I wonder he wonder where Marion pooped when she was in that uh, in Belloc's tent. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like it just doesn't occur. It feel like do you want to talk about suspending your disbelief? You have to not worry about them having to poop, right? In order to make a movie, I can't imagine many movies where it'd be like you. There would just be like every four minutes, someone would be like, "I gotta hit the head. <laughs> I gotta go take a number two. I'm gonna look." You yeah, guys even are on gonna... reality shows, they don't show that. Hey, guy in um in uh, uh in in Schindler's Oscar Schindler, like yeah uh, yeah, you can't do it. All right, Coltrane's mom. Okay, we'll just get through the next fork fast. They're no, all no, good. don't sweat it. Okay. If I accidentally push the button on my garage remote, no matter how far away, I worry that the garage opened. Yes. I mean, I don't really worry, but it always occurs to me. No? No? Um, my garage won't fucking open if I'm sitting right in front of it pushing the button half the time. So. I hate – I have oh, one yeah, of those. Oh, yeah. No, they don't work out inside of 10 feet. Like, yeah. they don't – like, that's – I don't worry yeah, about that. Definitely not. Mike Shamernick, I don't use the dresser or closet when I stay at a hotel. It depends how long I'm there. That seems like a girl thing. I find that girls girls go into some kind of weird trance when they go into hotels. A, they become sluttier. That's A. Agreed? Yeah. Yep. And B, they love using the the thing where you put your luggage. Oh yeah. Put, oh, put it boy. down on there. Oh, I don't boy. give a fuck about that thing. I had I I was dating or I had a boyfriend a long time ago and we we arrived separately at a hotel room and he put his suitcase on the little rack and I was oh, like, no. excuse me. Yeah. Please. It's like sitting in the banquet where <laughs> where your man is. It's the lady gets the banquet and she gets the uh Thank the you. thingy. Okay. Um GP Ron, I get excited when I recognize an actor on one show from another show, even though I don't like them enough to know their name. Yes. 
yes, I'm an excited no, but I'm happy when I can place someone. In fact, last night I was I was going insane because I was trying to find out the name of one, an actress who had a small part on on Mad Men, this episode that you guys didn't see. And I was like, I where does one go to get this information? I forget where I finally found it. But I'm, I it's, IMDb. It's too, on IMDb, it's too hard to find in individual episodes, people, though. True. Why do women get sluttier in hotels? It's true. I don't true. know. It's true. Because uh, it feels like Why not. Why questions? Not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't blow this for us. Right. Because um, it feels like it doesn't exist or something. Or like they get to wear a robe and they like. It's this It's this nether world. Like I they don't have think... to clean it. They don't have like things will be delivered. It's this yeah, thing maybe it's of like it's the... a bit of a play acting thing. Right. Right. Because all the, the distractions from home. Yeah. Aren't in your head. And also, I think it's this, like, anytime you're in a hotel, it almost feels like a, with your boyfriend or with your whoever you're sleeping with, it feels like a romantic getaway, even though that's probably, it might, doesn't even have to be. It just, yeah. And also, you, it's like, you, it feels like a bit like espionage or something. Or like, there's a bit like, we're doing a thing. Right. Yeah. All right. God bless him. Team Grady. I feel like a failure when fresh food I've bought goes bad. Yeah. I do too. Yep. Yeah. Real failure. Um, nothing like dropping out of college, but you know, <laughs> no, you know, I would failure. say neck, and neck. Yeah, it's right You've up there. You let down the vegetables. Like you know? a fucking, you buy three bananas that go bad before you can really eat them. That's yeah. right up there with having a movie tank. Yeah, it's about the same. Spend a year making a movie, knowing where everybody poops, and then uh, <laughs> you end up uh, with a with a dud. Yeah. So yes. yes. I, uh, I felt failure. that pain because I had zucchinis that went bad. Yeah, know? so you get it. <laughs> I totally get it. Well, thank you so much. My pleasure. This... I hope. I feel like we did. I feel like this was good. Uh, this was really good. Okay. Yeah, way better than I expected. Is that true? Um, I expected that it would be great, and it was great. Okay, I was good. Just no, I don't. Uh, yeah, I would assume joke. you had no expectations because you look, sweetheart. You don't know me from Adam. I like. I find that girls, professional girls, like being called sweetheart. Oh, I love it. Look, sweetheart. Um. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I we have we have, we we I feel like we uh, ask similar questions. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do too. You know, what's weird. Just one quick weird thing. I actually find I like terms of endearment, even though it's totally unprofessional, which is weird. I mean, not like if someone calls me kiddo and they're being a, sh- a shithead to me, I don't. Yeah. Like that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But, in but general, like if when, you're just talking, yeah. Unless like, it's like kiddo, why don't you go make cop? If it's, de- it's like, demeaning, but I don't mind. I like yeah. I like calling women. Right, like when people, and, yeah, when people say that, I'm always like, "Oh, you think of me in that way?" It's actually yeah. weird. It almost short circuits the um, more perceptive part of my brain. I'm just like, "Thank you." Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Neil Brennan, thank you so much. Thanks Your for podcast, me. The, the Champs. Champs. Yep. Uh, they can get that on iTunes. They can follow you on Twitter at Neil, Neil Brennan. Brennan, and they can find out where you're doing stand up. Yep. All the time at neilbrennan.com. Okay. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can, look, I'm trying to be so fast. I'm getting mm-hmm. tongue-tied. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Um, and, uh, and that is it. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go.
show Now that the show's over, don't forget to sign up for your free trial of Hulu Plus and start watching your favorite hit shows right now. Go to AllisonRosen.com and click on the Hulu Plus banner for your extended free trial, or go to HuluPlus.com slash Allison. Again, click the Hulu Plus banner on AllisonRosen.com or go to HuluPlus.com slash Allison. This is Corolla Digital.